just today. Just today. Just within moments of us getting here. Welcome to the Harmony Lounge, everyone. Hey, hi, I'm Sheldon. He's Sheldon. He's, I'm Jahan. He's Jahan, and we're cousins. We're going to tell you about that in a second. We're fully related. Fully related. But before we get to that, it is also almost your birthday. You're turning a ripe old 46. 46. Six fifty-seven. 57. I mean, officially, the God willing, tomorrow morning. I was born at one oh six, April sixteenth, nineteen sixty-one, at one oh six in the morning. So I'm just morning. hours away, just over twelve hours away of, of being birthed. And in my, in my fifty-seven birthday. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Happy, well, happy said it like a birthday. hobbit. And and uh, before we get too far, uh, this will annoy the shit out of people if we don't start. Hey Google, turn off the fan. Oh okay. Uh, thank you. Thanks, thank Googs. you, Google. We're going to talk about a tale of two house speakers, uh, one being Paul Ryan. We're going to talk about the uh, John Boehner. One of them, Hopefully one both of them admits to being involved. Good riddance. In the other one lies about it. So Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, we got that. We're going to also jump into a little bit about uh, what's going on. Are we at the place where now here in California that we do have equal supplies for both medicinal and recreational, now that we're legal across the board? Right. Uh, lot, lots more to talk about. I've got a couple of updates from from Jahan. A few uh, updates. We have our word of the week, our book of the week, our music of the week, our weed of the week. Jahan's must see, must not see. It's a full show. Let's talk about what we got from our good friends at Florin Wellness Center today. 47th Freeport Boulevard across from Sac Executive Airport. What are we going to reach for first? You can't you can't really go wrong with the spread that they give us every week. I could just but whatever, whatever, whatever touches my hand. Particularly good one. Okay. Um, you're the birthday boy. Keep the eyes closed. Just okay. reach out. First thing you well, well, I, well, I know where everything is, so I'm yeah. just going to reach right here. I'm just going to uh, grab that's this unfair, one. But we okay, appreciate yeah. things being unfair. Uh, this is a blue raspberry squib. It's called a squib. This now, is a squib. This is interesting. You can get them at Florida Wellness Center. You can get them at. at uh, at uh, dispensaries throughout the state of California as well. What's interesting about this is that this is somehow not compliant with how uh, we do edibles here in this state. No, and does anyone know why? Oh, I know why. Well, do you know why, Sheldon? Let's I'm tell them. waiting, waiting for them to Let's tell them. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're supposed to break these up into portions. We have 100 milligrams here, and there should be 10 individual gummies, and they're individually wrapped gummies. That's how we do it in the state of California. This is yeah. one big fat-ass gummy, 100 milligram gummy. Um, it is being sold in a compliance store, and it is compliant. It's just not based on our actual compliance right now? Yeah, that's Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. This this straddles the line somehow. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to put it on the shelf. Yeah. And, and we know about these things. We so, You're going to talk a little bit about that, that spice stuff in a minute. Yeah. But because, because they change a thing here, they change a thing there, and they kind of, you know, kind of blur the lines a little bit or straddle the line you might say and it's able to come through so but I understand it's a very good product uh, but t- but tender Anna over at Foreign Wellness Center told me that uh, she said it was so the delicious delightful Anna uh, the, uh, she had a CBD one check it out Johan she had a CBD one she said it was so delicious she ate the whole thing so so you got, well, that's what we're about to do for that's, birthday, that's what we're right? about to do if I could ever get into this thing so uh, again uh, this doesn't attract me if I'm a four year old child and I can't even get into this thing we're gonna have to get this this off, and we're probably gonna have to get some skizzers or something like that. In any way, if see this real quick. if you want to bite into do. it, bite into the flower they gave us this week. <laughs> Thank you so much, Florida Mom, the Center. They laid on us some cookie dough, and, and of course, this is uh, this is Cookie Fam Genetics. Are you able to get get into that? Thing? I think yes. I figured this one out. See, this is this is childproof, childproof stuff. Oh, it says to use scissors here, too. Ah, oh, it does. That's the trick. See? That's the trick. And not childproof scissors. Show see? prep goes a long way, guys. It does. It does go a long way. Well, let's talk a little bit about the cookie dough. I mean, it is cookie fam genetics. This is a hybrid. Uh, it does give you a little bit of upbeat. So there's, so it might be a little bit more sativa than indica, but man, it's it, it, it's really sort of right there on the line. Gives you some relaxed effects. That's one of the top ones, along with feeling happy and uplifted, and giving you a lot of energy and that sort of sort of thing. Uh, also good for the belly. I mean, you know, if 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 you're not eating cookie dough. I mean, cookies are delicious anyway. But if you're not, oh, okay, you got hit by a wave of. Uh, Ooh. Okay. Couple of weeks. Yeah. This smells like blueberry fun. That's this is the again this this the square. But smell, let me let this me, smells like how you lose your afternoon. 
cookie dough where you got to go by foreign one and sit and pick some up good for depression pain uh stress lack of appetite and nausea again that's that's one of the big ones that's the big fat gummy i, I thought it was going to be shaped like a bear and i'm glad it's not shaped like a bear that's that's i thought it was another gummy bear there's going to be a big fat it's, gummy it's solid bear. green like my outfit so like this we're all disappearing into the background right now that's going to look so much fun when you've had a couple of bowls yeah this smells like cookies I mean, this smells like this cookie fam's fantastic. It's a uh, hidden lineage uh, of Girl Scout cookie. They don't really Ooh. explain too much of where it comes from, oh. but it is synonymous with its orange yellowish tinge. I and see it's that. Extraordinarily dense buds. It is, and uh, it smells really. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to use the word hashy. I mean, it, it, it's a little bit more than earthy. Oh, they come directly from hash plants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this smells so hashy, and and the density of it. It's funny because this Ew, is uh, gosh, this is dang. When I went to Iran, they have dang. a lot of these like Afghani kushes and a lot of these like hash plant like subs like hash plant like phenomes. Mm -hmm. um, you see things like that there. Mm. It's uh, not quite that good though. They don't really know how to grow weed like us. But they grow a lot of good weed. They grow a lot of good. They grow a lot of good kushes. Once you're able to, do, once you're able to. Yeah, we're going to cut that while I'm trying to work my way into our third little gift from uh, our good friends at Florin Wellness Center, 47th and Freeport Boulevard in Sacramento, across from SAC Executive Airport. They laid on us this week, and we always get to get a, get a nice, uh, and we're going to do a little taste that. test this time around. They yeah. always give us a nice vape cartridge. Today, we got the Kingpin Gelato. Yeah. So, uh, this one, uh, Kingpin, I asked the buttender, Anna, about this one. She says that these are people who actually spin off from Moxie. Yeah. So, uh, we know Moxie means quality. We're wondering how well, if they felt that they had enough moxie to spin off from them and go out branch out on their own, hopefully Kingpin is uh, is uh, going to do the trick. Now, there was something that you pointed out about Kingpin. Yeah, Ooh, interesting statistics we haven't really seen. Well, I guess not statistics, uh, labeling, measurements, mm -hmm. whatever. Sure. We haven't seen before. It says on the cartridge 1.0 grams. Mm -hmm. It says 850 milligrams of THC um, at 85% of the cartridge's uh, containment, and Ooh. it says 4% THC, mm -hmm. which means there's a remaining 11% that makes for the viscosity where mm -hmm. it's at. Mm -hmm. And we know that because we got, a, uh, we got last week's cartridge, the kingpin mm -hmm. or the brass knuckles. Right. No, um, see, look, look at that. This was the Jack Herrera. And you can see the viscosity of it levels out almost immediately. Almost immediately. That bubble hasn't moved. That bubble hasn't moved. That's 11% of viscosity. Mm -hmm. That begs to say that this one's probably even more, mm -hmm. this brass knuckles one. Mm -hmm. And then this rove, which is next to it, has literally no movement. It looks like a gel yeah, injected inside the of it. The rove there. is still our top choice. Uh, brass knuckles for me. By by the way, I'd put it in line as third place behind uh, Sublime and uh, Rove all the way up the top. I'm going to give this try a try, the Kingpin a try, because I'd never heard of Kingpin before. And this is your, I think this is your your first time trying trying the uh, trying the uh, brass knuckles, right? The full gram Jack Herrera. Mm -hmm. Wow. Very Imme visceral. Immediate, though. Yeah. Immediate effects, right? You feel behind the eyes incredibly quick. Again, this is the Kingpin. This is a brand new one, again, from, from uh, this is a, this company is a spinoff from Moxie. Kingpin yeah. Gelato Hybrid, uh, uh, where we've, we've had a little bit more glycerin in this one. About the So, in, in my best estimate, I would say this Kingpin has more glycerin than the uh or this uh brass knuckle has more glycerin than the kingpin ah. just from looking at them okay. right we okay. can kind of come to that sure, conclusion sure. We and then the rove has the least amount of glycerin in it got it now that didn't move at all this yeah. didn't move at all no but, but we can but see it eventually can right yeah you can okay, kind of so see let's, let's give this a try this is the uh, gelato again let's give it a try see It's so smooth. I a little bit of backburn, but you see, I'm not, I'm not coughing. Yeah. Nice frothy hits. Yeah. Tasty on the exhale through my nose. And that was and the now, gelato. This right? is the gelato. I have a mouth full. Try this. I have a mouth full of citrus right now. I mean, 
It is so citrusy. I can't tell. I can't tell if that's a lemon or the tangerine or whatever. You tell me what you're tasting with the uh, with the kingpin. Beautiful, beautiful hits. Mm. Floral. Yeah. The aftertaste. Now you're getting a lot of citrus, aren't you? A lot of citrus. A. Uh surprising amount of citrus yeah surprise yeah yeah i mean it fills you i mean it fills you up that pen that battery definitely burns a little bit hotter than this one ah yeah um i would say with that i this think is my I cobra extra pen, flavor right, by the way. of that cartridge it's a little bit more flavorful i really liked the uh effects of, of this one. Of, of the brass knuckles yeah the thing that i'm really liking uh jahan about these new vape pens all these new vape pens are coming out is how long lasting they are yeah and how the flavor profile really holds together throughout that i mean it's a whole different game than when they first came out you get halfway through and it starts to taste like you're you're just smoking a rubber tire you didn't exclusively just consume that cartridge uh last week you used other forms of consumption smoking whatnot um but you had the cartridge for a week Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's one of those things where at $70, $80, you could probably squeeze daily use out of that cartridge for two, three weeks. Oh, sure. Easy. Yeah, I mean, believe that's me. high consumption rate. Economical, and that is high consumption rate. Yeah. Economically speaking, that I smoked so little uh, flour during the week using the cartridges. Yeah. And, it, I mean, I had it for an entire week. And hold, hold that to, uh, uh, to uh, brass knuckles up again. So we're above half. Yeah, well above half. Well above half, you know? maybe two thirds. And half. I hit it every day for for a week. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. That's why Florin um, Well in the center. That is the spot. That is the spot to get to. Hey, listen. Uh, sounds like there's jackhammering going on outside. That uh, popped up out of nowhere. Let me get that real quick. Oh, okay, yeah, we're going to do that. But uh, and, and and as soon as you come back, we got. You know what? I actually I actually had to send out an email about about the show and. One of the things that I that I that I talked about was all of the moving parts. I didn't know you were going to take that literally and, and get up and move yeah. a, whole, a whole bunch of different times. It needed to get close. There's no way I was going to be able to focus for the rest of the show. Yeah. So, okay, here's what we want to tell everybody. We're we're going to be at an event uh, next weekend. We'll tell you more about it. It's the Puffin Paint in Stockton. Yes. But when we go, we're going to officially be going as cousins. We are family. (laughs) We We are are officially family. Although we've been family before. We, We were family before. It's official now. It's official. We were brothers before. Now we know we're cousins. Now we at least know there's blood to back up. The brotherly love. Yeah, it was it was definitely something there. Okay, just a real kind of a personal note. I gave my sister a couple of a DNA kits for her birthday this year, but she yeah. didn't want to do that. So she wanted to get the maternal side. I got the paternal side. We saw where our parents are from and that sort of sort of thing. So just a quick breakdown. Uh, I'm mostly African, surprise. 78% African. But the other 22% are as follows. A mix of English, Scandinavian, Central American, and on my mother's side, 1.5% Middle Eastern. No, I'm saying that's my cousin. We are cousin. We are cousin on that border, on that water border. (laughs) What was that? Was it? What's the river called? Uh, I I can't I can't call it right now. We're 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 pretty close to each other. Yeah, we're we're speaking of being close. Let's break some bread. Oh, did yes. Let's let's here you you pick which half you want. Oh, I'm I'm gonna take this one because it looks it looks pretty even. So 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 I'm gonna have the squib again. This is a product. Cheers, sir. Thank you so much. This again it comes out of uh, the state of Oregon. I don't think I don't if I had any of the Oregon products before, but I'm gonna have one now. And again, Anna liked them so much that she said she ate half and just couldn't. Resist because it's so delicious. Mm. Yeah, you know the really good the, blueberry flavor. The the hard part about eating gummies <laughs> on a show <laughs> is that you can't really chew and talk yeah. with these. But what I was really going to say was you understand though. I mean, people understand these types of edibles, mm-hmm. like the drink, like any kind of little candy mm-hmm. or espresso or whatever. They activate so fast. Yeah, yeah. And we just you, did 50, 50 milligrams you did fi- We did 50 milligrams each. Happy 42nd birthday Thank again. you, so, 42nd. Um, you're so kind. We, we will be feeling wow. this 
probably towards wrapping up the show, yeah. we will for sure be stoned mm. by the time we start putting equipment away. Uh, I'm not mad at that. No. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. As when in doubt, get stoned while putting equipment away. That's, that's what I can tell everybody. We can get some more juicy stuff we got yeah. to talk about. Uh, strange stuff. I didn't think that my, my latest hero would be John Boehner. <laughs> so you're... Okay, that's why I was interested to talk about this because I've been giving Boehner shit on Twitter for about five days now straight. You? And, you know, he was a guy that was unabridgingly opposed yeah. to this. Mm -hmm. There was no doubt in his mind that uh, marijuana was not the thing for it's the people evil. of, of, of this great, hell. fine country. All right. With that being said, I do like the idea of him making progress on this. And changing his mind, I just wish it wasn't with the idea of making a bunch of money off of it. Well, so you look at this as just just more of an opportunity for him. Of course, John Banner's a, uh, a sneaky man, mm -hmm. okay. a sneaky politician man. Uh, here's 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 the thing. I mean, I'm glad that if if he's going to do something, at least it's cannabis. Yeah. I hear yeah, that. I, I, Don't I mean, smirch yeah, progress. I well, get see, it. I mean, you know, he says he's going to lend his voice because I mean, he's already got a name. But anyway. It was so strange during the Obama years. I mean, he went after Obama with claws out like with this. fury. Yeah, and, and Obama came right back. And then you would see him hanging out, laughing and joking, smoking cigarettes, and all this kind of stuff. So, so Boehner, you'd always see him kind of red eyed because he was he was he was a red wine kind you of a guy. Know red wine. He and, and smokes and, weed. I, I, knew I knew he smoked yeah, weed. Yeah, it's, all, he, it's when people go after when you're. Uh, Evangelical Christian going after gay people, you f you find dick to be delicious. When you are a cigarette smoking, red blooded, you know American yeah. man that always has red eyes and is on something, yeah, you like fucking weed. Yeah. Bro. Now I used to look at him and, and think that he was high. He didn't look like he looked like an alcoholic to me. I mean, I mean, he, I don't think he's an alcoholic, but he said, "Well, he loves his red wine." Yeah, that, that's the excuse. He was probably just eating these fucking squibs all the time. <laughs> he was eating these squibs all the time. Anyway, Boehner says that he joined the legalization wave. He said he sat down and discussed this with his friends and with Kevin Murphy, who's the founder of Acreage Holdings. So uh, that's what he's doing. He is. Uh, he sits on the advisory board of Acreage Holdings, which is a cannabis distributor and. You know, so I'm still not. Anyway. I'm still not changed on him, but you bringing him up in that tone is softening my disposition. Well, I'll put it like like this: progress is progress. He's, I get it. He's he's doing this on the on the on the medicinal end. He's not advocating for recreational, but he does say that recreational that's, is a state's rights issue. So it's almost worse. And that's just and that's just fine. Almost worse, you fucker. Well, fucker, Boehner. Yeah, I'm kidding, I like, Boehner. I take it back. All right, come do our show. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can definitely come by he and smoke with us and hang out. Want, dude. By all means, and that kind of brings me to a question. Uh, it was a little concern uh, a little bit earlier in the year when California became fully legal, mm -hmm. and uh, we we were kind of strapped. We were uh, selling both medicinal and recreational marijuana medicinal patients were coming up a little short so what do you i just wanted to ask you just kind of off off the off the record here a little bit i guess on the record a little bit off just the record on the record yeah i guess off the topic of the show yeah are you hearing any any better news about if we're getting the more supplies for the medicinal folks versus the recreational folks i know that the uh the tightening of regulations has impacted the legal market in such ways that the people that were once selling medicinal cannabis and flurries mm -hmm. are now just selling on the street mm -hmm. because street prices have went way back up again mm -hmm. and they've went way back up again because there's a 30% tax on already expensive sure, weed. Sure, sure. Um, the, you have to remember this is a tug of war with a black market, neither side is ever going to let go, but mm -hmm. one will pull more in each direction, and that always has to do with legislation. Mm -hmm. So as the clubs were just starting to win the battle mm -hmm. and pull people away, like deliveries were just starting to win the battle and pull people away, there are now rumors and murmurs on the street that if you're doing anything out of ordinance, mm -hmm. you are going to be on the chopping block by June. So everybody is... Up in, you, up are in there? The air let, with let, it. let me ask you this: Are there certain boundaries? This has just got me got my mind reeling on. There's certain boundaries when it comes to the amount of supply. I mean, 
I mean, if you flood the market with weed, you, you know you have this high demand for it, and, and you and you flood the market with weed, that should be able to bring down prices. I mean, it should, but the people that can flood the market, they now have multiple outlets to get rid of this weed. And uh, as before, when it behooved them to get it to the dispensaries because street prices were so low, uh, now it's reversing. And so now you're seeing the flood come to the streets. So now there's more illegal deliveries than ever before. Wow. Um, there's more people selling weed on the street, edibles on the street. I mean, the edible thing is what got hurt the most because of this packaging and regulation. Sure. Um, you know, a, a hundred milligram edible used to be something that was five or $10 uh, in most places, if it was a gummy, maybe it was like fifteen bucks. Right, or something. right, right. Going in and get um, a couple of green horns. Now you know uh, they're going thirty, forty dollars for these hundred milligram packs of edibles. Yeah. Not, not this one, not squib. No, um, no, that not, was a not much squib. better deal. Yeah. But uh, you know, wh- wh- what's a patient, what's a person to do mm-hmm. to to get their product if on the street they're doing. 500 milligram edibles for 10 bucks yeah i guess jahan in my world where i just want everything to just work out well for everybody that is a little less fortunate than others i start thinking about well what about the homeless and what about those that don't have any money and what about those that are sick yeah and i really want them taken care of i really don't want the business of it and the and the lure of of uh, tens of billions of dollars uh, to be the thing. I really just don't want to see... That, that's, again, probably where I come from with Boehner, is I don't want the allure of all this progress sure. to just be for the sake of now, money. Now, now I'm back on your side. I, I don't want I'm, him doing the medical thing so that he can get a foothold in with recreational. Right. I don't want guys that stifled progress yeah. to show up once people that have been in jail yeah. and been persecuted and went through like right. the shit big reds going through and yeah. all these other you know really good people so that we know unfair it, it's unfair to them yeah. for somebody like boehner who pushed for that stuff to yeah. happen yeah. to now make money off yeah. of it yeah and, and and i want tobacco companies to keep your hands off of it too because yeah, tobacco they're, companies they're lining up right now right now i mean just 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 real quick it's my understanding when I when I when I hear about vibe vapes uh, that are put out by one of the big uh, tobacco companies. I don't know if it's R.J. Reynolds. That was be the biggest, I, I suppose. But in any event, uh, the batteries are faltering and they're blowing up and all this kind of stuff. So you know, I really don't want to see a tobacco company come in and sabotage things. Yeah. You know, because nobody's buying cigarettes anymore. So we're going to put out a bunch of vapes and we're going to make them not work. The, so yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. The hard part is is I, I, don't, I don't know. It, um, how do you again? If they come out and they progress something, it's like for progress. Do we kind of let certain shit slide? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, they're, I'm like they're taking cig- if 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 the cigarette companies stop selling cigarettes to people and it's a type of progress, who do we get mad at? Do we get mad that they're now doing this other vape thing? That's what we want them to do is to not sell cigarettes to fucking yeah, people. Yeah, we don't. So it's like. It's the same thing with Boehner. It's education. It's a catch twenty two, and you just kind of. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's education when, when when people really understand because I mean what was it you know fifty years ago when I was a kid doctors smoked in hospitals so I mean it's just <laughs> yeah they 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 just I mean we were watching Bill Maher while we were prepping the show and uh, you know their their discussion on the show this week was you know what do the and the Simpsons had to tackle it because a poo is now a stereotype right. that they don't appreciate you right. know and they're like why do you, do you go and they uh, you know Lisa had to come out and say basically because. You know, we when we started this show 30 years ago, that was a very hilarious commonality in society, right. and we all jointly understood it and appreciated it and sure. laughed at it, and there was no issue with it. Right. Now we've evolved, uh, but the show is still going as it was, yeah. and so we just have all these things. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when I when, when I was a kid, it was Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Yeah. And here comes Alibaba and the 40 Thieves and they run horses and their faces were covered and they had swords and all this yeah. and you know, That's, and all of this stuff. It's like, wow, it was exciting. Yeah, and it a was, lot of people now they're like, here come, they come to terrorists. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me about what the heck is going on with this nonsense called Spice K2. What, I mean, 
Well, we we first reported it was around. Yeah, you've been you've been you've been staying on top of the story. Um, no, we're we're not. Uh, we don't typically like follow stories that much. Uh, reoccurring, but you've been because there's one. always so many mm-hmm. to tackle that we kind of just hope to bring you the story, and then if you like it, you, you carry on with it. But this one, uh, we're, we're we're we have no choice but to keep bringing it up because it keeps being the news to talk about in this industry because of all the all the context of it what it means to everything we are at a hundred known victims of this k2 spice this rat poison weed and when you started doing the story i think it it was it was less than 50 it was it was around 30 something i believe 32 33 uh it went to like 60 then we did or went to 50 something then we did 70 it's like the fourth week we've covered it and we're at 100 people and now three are dead and and we didn't have any deaths before we had no deaths okay look cannabis is safe yeah Stop yeah. this. I mean, get rid of that crap. Cannabis is safe. I would much rather have my kid have a bag of weed and have a bag of that spice crap because at least I know they're not going to end up with some, they're either going to die or end up with some long-lasting health problem or, or you know, or, 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 some, or some mental issue behind this bull crap. What I mean, do you expect kids to do when they're told that getting weed is a near impossibility so they go and sell this and try this and buy this right not knowing any better um it's their fault kind of for not knowing better but uh if it's available and it can be just purchased just as simply as that then it's it behooves the people that can sell it it's on them just as much it is it is Deep within human nature that we have found substances that give us a euphoric feeling. I mean, it's just... Yeah, we've always done that. We've always done that. Yes. You know, whether it was... I mean, and it's always been something plant-based. You know, peyote, weed. You know, I mean, it's always been something, something plant-based. But this crap that they're coming up with, they pour chemicals over whatever that plant material is... And then they give, and then they put it in in the convenience stores, and you go and you smoke it. It's like a potpourri. Yeah, you yeah. should know better. But uh, I, my, you know, my heart goes out to everyone affected by this because I don't know if you did it on purpose or if you're just a victim of it. But I I do feel very badly for anyone that tried to find some sort of relief or entertainment and ended up bleeding out the eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And and it's just. I mean, look, we doesn't do that to you. I mean, that's 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 the bottom line. You got to lift the federal ban. You got to. I'm not saying just give weed to kids, but you got to get rid of this crap because they're getting their hands on it and it's not doing them any good. Yeah. Whatsoever, whatsoever. You want you want to try to help get rid of black market crap because that stuff. I I don't know if it's made here or not, but I always hear that it's being. It's all sent from China. Okay, it's all it's all sent sent from overseas somewhere. So so or China, China, like 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 you say. So uh, uh, let's let's really blow a hole in that and get rid of that crap. I really don't know where we reap any benefits. Let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Please, let's go to word of the week. How about that? I was hoping you were going to say that. Um, That word of the week. Word of the week. Uh Uh, It's. It's it's fun to say squib. It's fun to say that, is it, that, that's not is, a bad is, word is either. Squib, the it word of the be week. Because I'm be sorry, squib. I'm starting to feel the squib. I can feel squibby squibbing through. Um, the, when I say squib, I always think of that thing that was in the Matrix that like they they uh, sucked out of Neo's stomach. Remember yeah, that thing I'm, they had to like, yeah, put the thing that. like it was like a squib. I'm thinking the Squidward and Squid of the week. Square pants. Yes, embrocation. Now that's one I never heard before. Embrocation does it have anything to do with something uh, unborn? Um, no. Uh-huh. It does have to do with the type of rejuvenation. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Embrocation. Embrocation. It's uh, to put it coarsely, it puts the lotion on the skin. It's the act of applying lotion to one's skin. Embrocation. It puts the lotion on the skin and it gets the holes again. Such a good movie. And uh, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. And I loved how creepy uh, that movie was and how creepy it, it puts made. puts the lotion on the skin and it does this when it's told. So you got to tuck your penis when you say it to really do that. Put the lotion in the basket! Okay. <laughs> um, 
this word is fun to say. It is. I just kind of like say it again. Embrocation. 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 And it means to apply lotion. Honey, I'm going to embrocate your ass tonight. Yeah. I'm I'm going to apply lotion. She said, well, that's really turns me on. Are you going to say penis and vagina too? Oh boy. Let's get really technical and clinical about it. Let's be romantic. Sheldon. I'm embrocating the lotion now. My, my sweet. Um, (laughs) That's not lotion, but I'll still embrocate you. It's a anyways, warmer than we keep our lotion normally. But anyways, what's the next topic? Oh gosh, uh, I got a book. We, we I talk a lot about reggae music. I got a book this week that I want you to check out. Uh, so uh, this goes deep into the history of reggae music, all the way back to the nineteen forties. Our reggae and it, covers, it covers all of the genres. It's called Solid Foundation. An Oral History of Reggae, and it's by the Arthur David Katz. I know some people are familiar with David Katz, uh, K-A-T-Z. He is one of the foremost writers of reggae music. Yeah. And uh, he has firsthand interviews with pioneers like the Scatolites, the Wailers, Jimmy Cliff, and it goes through every single genre from dancehall to rock steady to lover's rock to, uh, I mean, everything roots reggae. All of that, so it covers all the genres of reggae nice. music. So, uh, uh, solid foundation, huh? Yeah, solid foundation. Uh, it doesn't say anything Strong about title. about the Naya Binge, and, and I kind of want just just as a side note, uh, the Naya Binge, uh, the drums and so forth. That's where reggae music was born out of the, the Naya Binge. I'm not sure if they're talking about uh, that in in the book, but that was the beginning. That's what we call the core of reggae music: the Naya Binge, Naya Naya Binge. But uh, this book was first published in 2003, so it was 18 years ago. Uh, they've added a lot to the revised version. So, again, we listen to reggae music. We, uh, we need to learn a little bit more about it. So I would suggest picking up Solid Foundation by David Katz. It's one of the mo- more interesting genres of music in terms uh, of history. Uh, um, I mean, you know, country music, all these things have a history. But sure. reggae uh, has a movement to mm-hmm. it, a, yeah. uh, an association yeah. with it. That is much different than most other forms. So reading about it is always a very rich experience. One of one of the some of the fun that I had is uh, listening to the, some of the early reggae music is uh, the formation from uh, from uh, what was what was uh, generally known as reggae music was really upbeat to uh, further upbeat in, in during the ska movement. Yeah, and 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 and, I re- and of course you had a lot of the British groups that came through then the the, the selector the specials uh, and, and and groups. Like like that English beat, you know, that did all all of the all of the ska stuff for a while, and I really got into that. I got a great English beat story. Uh, I went to go see the English beat when they only had like two albums out, and they played uh, the cinema in San Francisco. It was just it was just a movie house, right? And my friend, my my roommate and I, this is like probably in 1980, 1981. Yeah, we knew all of their songs. Okay, I'll get through this real quick. We, we knew all of their songs. We were singing everything, and we were like right up front. And uh, in any event, we ended up on stage with them, backstage, lining them up. You know, so like I lined up Dave Wakeling and Roger and Ranking Roger and stuff. Man, way the hell back in the day. I might have told that story in one of our earlier episodes, but I don't but know, I like hearing it either way. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Anyway, but yeah, Solid Foundation, uh, an oral history of reggae from Arthur David K A T Z Katz. He's got the cat's meow when it comes to talking about reggae music. I like man. how he played that. I like how he played that. Man. All what, right. What do you want to do next? We got a song of the week, and oh, then yeah, we right. will uh, cover some must-sees mm-hmm. and some must-not-sees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to uh, tell you about the event we're going to be at next weekend. This is for you. The wireless headphones are charging. Uh, uh, you got to go manual. You got to go old school. Um, I, I I absolutely love uh, this collective, they're called. It's um, ASAP okay. Rocky and the ASAP guys. Uh, ASAP Forever is the name of the song. It ASAP features Rocky. Moby. Um, I I can't tell you how big of a Moby fan I am, but he was one of the biggest pioneers for electric and house and dance music. And for him to have done this uh, collaboration and kind of continuance of his career. and uh, I, I love really, really good production that knows how to use uh, things in reverse. And, uh, the, the, you know, I, I really like, like the sound of this because, I mean, again, it, it's, it's, it's a production for me. And... Uh, 
it just is so smooth and clean. Like they really took some time to sit down and think this out and say, you know, but we're going to come up with something that is just going to grab the attention of people without grabbing them by the throat. And the, that's what I'm getting right now from uh, ASAP Rocky. I like it. The subtle brilliance that yeah, a producer yeah. like Moby can bring to a rap. Uh, oh, okay. Like this. So this is so this is uh, associated with Moby. Moby's uh, uh he's the producer. He featured. I don't like Moby. Man. Moby's great, and you can even see from the music video. I mean, I haven't heard anything from Moby, and like I haven't even heard Moby mentioned. In the... he did an interview recently uh, where um, he spoke about a substance issue he had uh, with like cocaine and some other stuff, yeah, and that sure. he basically he's been sober now for about ten years. Good for him. So I think uh, I think he went through his like moments in which he. Yeah. Uh, I like I like um, this. I like this. I'm glad you liked ASAP, it. I'm glad you liked uh, it. ASAP Rocky, ASAP Forever, yeah. uh, official. Official song featuring Moby. Definitely check out the official music video. Uh, the video is incredible too. They do yeah. incredible, incredible cinematography, well, and they do all these zoom outs and different things throughout the process. It's really cool. Well, I am a fan of 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 Moby, so I'm really I'm really like that. And that's I mean the first thing that caught me was production. So I'm not surprised yeah. when I hear Moby. It also makes me think immediately Fat Boy Slim. You know, so I'm like I'm like thinking that you know I'd be able to tell because it's like look, this is somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. And absolutely. I also know that this squib is starting to really kick in right now because I'm starting, yeah, I'm starting to... Yeah, don't don't take my glazing of the eyes as a lack of interest in your, your Oh, no, 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 no. And don't... And, and, I'm high and, shit. And, and, and uh, vice versa because right, right. I know I am uh, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, boy. Spacey and brain, not in the heart. I can definitely pick that up. I can, I can reach that. That can be reached. Where are we going next? Because I got this event and, uh, and, and that's, that's all I got on... on on my on my desk. Well, we we covered I, the event a little bit, but let's not let's uh, let's tell them again. Sure. It's the Puff and Paint. Puff and Paint. It is next Sunday. Next Sunday. Uh, we will be there. Uh, it is uh, on Qantas Lane in Stockton at the Clubhouse, and that's on Norwood, Northwood Commerce Circle. Yes, it Again, is. Again, you're going to have to go online uh, and uh, and uh, buy buy tickets. You can get them through PayPal. Thirty five dollars covered covers all of your paint and supplies. It's they're going to have class. Yeah. It's going to be a three-hour event from like two to five. You have to bring your own cannabis, so uh, cannabis smoking is going to be allowed. Yep. Uh, you can bring whatever you want, edibles, or you don't have to puff or, or, or get edibles or drink or anything like that at all. Uh, lots of other happenings. I did uh, talk with uh, Marcus Strange just the other day, and he sent me a list of some of the things that's going to be gone. So it's going to be meet and greet new friends. Uh, food is going to be available while it lasts. There's a clubhouse. The clubhouse bar is going to be open. Nice. Uh, so so that's going to be nice. Maybe get we'll, we'll have wine, a, yeah, some, get them wine. Some, and Drink. nice beer or something like that. Uh, desserts by Terry. Uh, I doesn't say anything about it. Though those are going to be infused desserts, right. but uh, but desserts by I'm Terry. Sure be a few. So we're just going to give. I mean, I, I when I when I see some someone sends me desserts by Terry. Okay, Terry needs some love. So Terry. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you sell a billion of your treats. I really do. Uh, there's go- also the the a- billion treats. You're gonna you're gonna work uh, the paint uh, brushes and the easel with uh, well, professional instructor, and, and all the art supplies are included. Yeah, and it is BYOB. Bring your own bud. So there you go. It's gonna be a full day. I come back from a bachelor party in Reno Sunday morning, ah. and then I'm driving back from Reno early Sunday, picking up the girlfriend, meeting with you, and heading to start. Okay, so here's show. so so so. Everybody will know this is how it's going to work. You come to my house. You meet yes. us there. My wife and I will drive down to Stockton, and, and then all, all all of your all of your long driving is done. Yes, awesome. There yeah, again, go. again this Sunday to Puff and Paint, we'll uh, two to five, the clubhouse in the Northwood Commerce Center, and that's at forty six forty six Qantas Lane in Stockton. Uh, run this back because here's where you got to go to get your tickets. Go to PayPal.me slash CBC nine two W O one one slash three five dot zero zero. Ooh, there you go. That is an easy link to remember, isn't it? Yeah, that's easy. You'll just rewind it a little bit, but then once you write it all down, keep going because you don't want to miss Jahan's must. I, must I, not I will cease. put that link up behind us so you guys can see it. If you're listening to the audio of this, I'm very sorry. You're gonna have to rewind it. Um, yeah. Must sees, must not sees. Mm. It was a week of quality content and a week of expected disappointments. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, I got around to seeing the Andre the Giant documentary. Mm. 
This better be a must-see. In fucking incredible. Oh, good. Because One I'm of such a the fan. best documentaries I've seen, and and we are in the age yeah. of documentaries. Yeah, I um, know a little bit about uh, uh, Andre the Giant's career and also his concerns his vices and his issues throughout his career. It was not easy being Andre the Giant. Um, he had no comfortability in his life ever. Yeah. And you can see the toll it took on a man that was so full of life and so yeah. happy and so yeah. generous. Yeah. Um, you know, that he had a pituitary gland tumor. Uh, a tumor near his pituitary gland. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, yeah I believe you um, are. And it caused a kind of freakish outburst of growth mm-hmm. at 15. Yeah. And he literally never recovered from this. He right. grew to seven foot four inches and 500 pounds. Yeah. Um, That's a gigantic man. He was, uh, you know, and... We've had Yao Ming and a few other people, and you know Yao's hands next to other people's hands are huge. Mm. But it was the sheer girth of yeah, how big right. he how got. Big as hands because were. he got to a point where he was eating and drinking so much to sustain the body and the energy of it. Yeah, that you could really see it starting to go to all other parts of his body. His hands were ginormous. Yeah, they were the size of all of your fingers put together. So. Um, you know, incredible documentary, yeah. a must see. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I actually uh, had DVR'd it, and it's just sitting there, and I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but it's I'm palatable. Gonna, I'm, I'm it gonna, goes I'm by gonna, quick. It. It's not one of those documentaries that drags. Um, he's so large, or so much larger than life, mm-hmm. that you, you, you really go through this documentary quick. Uh, it's like an hour and 50 minutes and it feels like 15. Wow. Um, wow. So definitely, uh, definitely watch Andre the giant, um, Elvis, the searcher, Elvis Presley, the searcher. Um, I know I saw that there. It, whenever I see Elvis Presley is next, but something about that piqued my interest. So, uh, my girlfriend um, had some pretty interesting points of view regarding a lot of Elvis's early work and where he stole his influences mm-hmm. and a lot of his music from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I couldn't help but notice, um, and, and I was aware of a lot of this stuff too in Elvis's early career mm-hmm. and where he got it from. Um, and I remember the influences that he had. The homage that he pays to them is a strong one. And in this, it comes across as if it's a very um, respectful and uh, diligent attempt to kind of showcase, quote unquote, African-American music from a white guy. Um, And it comes in the documentary came across as he did it very delicately and Mm -hmm. very respectfully. I've heard otherwise with how it was perceived. Sure. Um, I've heard that that community didn't really appreciate it as much um, because they themselves were trying to get famous for doing what they were doing. Right. Um, So, you know, the documentary, I really liked it. I can understand how it might not be everyone's cup of tea. It's Mm -hmm. a two-part documentary, which... Uh, was really long in my opinion Um, I I know Elvis had a wonderful life and he was really an incredible person sure uh, sure well here's here's what I could I could say about Elvis Presley I'm not crazy about his rock and roll because of uh, where he got everything that he did yeah when it comes to that however Elvis Presley, when he's singing gospel music, has one of the absolute purest voices of anybody ever recorded. I was couldn't agree more. Yeah. Blown, absolutely yeah. blown away. There was a couple of of his earliest recordings of songs on his first first album, right. That I have never heard. Right, I've never heard of his him first singing. Album. Of, of him, him actually singing. Of him holding harmony, right, with with accordance to the instruments, sure, in a way that. Like a thirteen-year-old boy would before his voice broke, he, he hit these beautiful, pure tones yeah. that you were just like, and these notes you were like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, where the hell did that come um, from? So you know. yeah, baffling 
how talented he was yeah. and that he just picked up instruments and yeah. that he was just able to hear sounds and pull them off with his voice and all this stuff it always just seems like uh these hugely talented individuals uh, end up with these tragic endings and yeah these 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 geniuses everyone knows his story and everybody knows his struggles but this documentary really explores the path in which he he got to i i would watch it it's on hbo both of them are coincidentally um you know i don't have any netflix suggestions this week it's a all hbo week mm-hmm. westworld comes out tonight too Ooh, really so uh what season, a birthday present season two starts tonight um it should be an incredible thank uh, you i i didn't know i yeah. honestly didn't know i yeah. i guess i guess the script gummies got me no actually i hadn't had the script gummy back it was then. a week was with uh, some brass knuckle <laughs> that's ta- it a week of brass, brass knuckles, knuckles and i did face. i kept seeing because i know that they've been showing uh, they, they were showing uh, um, last season all week long on hbo i've been seeing it pop up there and i kept looking and saying yeah that's season one yeah that's episode six season one but so so now season two starts tonight yes season Ooh. two starts i'm very excited for that um it's going to be shows. very very fun to uh watch and uh catch up and then also introduce my girlfriend to season one and i'm glad you wrote that down talking head stop making sense and david Byrne true story yeah you, you got it you got to see those. I, I i didn't want to miss that one thing you you won't want to see because uh, we got to hit your musties, must not sees. Mm. Um, man, the new Lost in Space remake on Netflix. Holy shit, it's bad. I didn't even consider it. It Netflix. Uh, sometimes um, the model of green lighting all of the episodes for a show. Let's do it. <laughs> I, okay. The argument is. If we pay for all this to just start up all this foundation, mm-hmm. all this structure of mm-hmm. a show for just one episode, then we we shut it down and then we approve it and then we got to rebuild and start everything up. Mm-hmm. We've lost all this money and time if it's a good show. Mm-hmm. That's the old way of doing it. The mm-hmm. new way is green light and film all of them. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work well, we'll hope that after years we recoup it of just all the people just slowly checking it out. Some things you don't need a new angle on. And I think that I kind of I kind of saw that. I mean, I saw like a little blurb of it or whatever about this Lost in Space thing. And yeah. I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Lost in Space. It, it, the Robinson were the Brady Bunch in space? Yeah. So I mean, and, and what and like, are you going to remake the Brady Bunch and make them like you know, like Marsha, you know, slut and uh, you know? Yeah, and, I agree. And, you, what, what are you, you going to do with it? You you definitely you know, Greg can't, only dates black chicks, and you know, you you can't do the thing where you make it exactly how it was because we've moved past that. Yeah. And you can't remake it to an extreme where you're just reinventing everything oh, yeah. and shitting on what people's memories are. Of yeah. It. Um, you have to come to a balance, but what you can do is not film it like a soap opera and not have it look terrible. Um, th- this, that's the thing. If, if Netflix did maybe, uh, six episodes of a show and uh-huh. they greenlit it, I think they would be a little better off than if they did full 10 and uh-huh. eight and 12 episode arcs for uh-huh. shows. Cause this, if you'd saw what this director and uh, creative team was capable of uh, after one episode, you wouldn't have greenlit the rest of them. Sure, you would have been like new direction. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we, somehow yeah. they greenlit some, and they made a whole like, season, and it is unforgivably bad. Uh, yeah, even the even the little blurb I saw the robot, it it sounded uh, less uh, concerned about Will Robinson and more like authoritative over Will Robinson. It is very much so. It only <laughs> listens to the kid. <laughs> and the other one was, was Will Robinson's friend. Right, right, right. Warning, warning. I mean, you know, it was just, you know, I mean, he was really hanging out, helping out Will Robinson, helping yeah. out the whole family there. Yeah. But now it's like, Will Robinson, you stupid, stupid child. You stupid, stupid man Reed Hastings from Netflix. That's what the robot says. <laughs> It just keeps mentioning Reed Hastings and what an idiot he is. Oh, God. Too much. That's about it for this week. Yeah, get over to Floor and Wellness Center, please. 47th oh yeah. and Freeport Boulevard. They got damn cookie doughs. Uh, I like the Kingpin uh, uh, gelato hybrid. This again, uh, the kingpin comes from the uh, the bowls that worked before with the folks of Moxie. And look at how juicy and how. Mm. 
sage and lemony and all that sort of I mean, all the, it, all the colors all that they uh, speak of from the Gino are in this strain. I yeah. mean, that's how you can tell this is the real deal. Uh, about Cookie. about twenty minutes ago, we ate the squib, hundred milligrams. I feel about thirty or forty minutes into it. Yeah, yeah, I feel about thirty or forty min- minutes into it. I'm yeah, really, I'm it's really speeding. Nice, nice it's and speeding. So. Uh, anyway, this uh, product uh, comes out of uh, the state of Oregon. Yes, it does. Uh, it somehow has landed in uh, dispensaries throughout California. You can get it for a wellness center, even Thank though goodness. it is sort of out of compliance. This is a hundred milligram gummy, and it's just one big solid gummy in there. What we have to do in this stage is we have to individually wrap in 10 milligram doses. Yeah. And that's not that way. So you got to have a good sharp knife. And we don't know yet, but I'm fingers crossed that this is a sign. You do like the Spock fingers. I do the I do the four crossings. Yeah, you I was do like the Spock. Properly. The Spock. I, was taught, I was taught to get all your 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 superstitions in with the available fingers. You can't see it, but my toes. I don't. I don't. I don't do superstitions. Are crossed and uh, I don't do superstitions. Um, yeah, I don't really either. But yeah. I'm hoping that this is a sign of things to come, and that in the future uh-huh. we can get away from these ten individual bullshit serving size see thing. that's that's the thing that makes that's it the optimism work. that's the thing yeah for. good that's the thing that make it worse because whatever angle i don't have you get you don't have and then i'm just trying there i'm we just go. trying there we go okay i'm gonna be celebrating you, my birthday more i'm not gonna stop i got basketball cards to open up we got yes. shots of hennessy to take yes we are gonna get lit um he's gonna open baseball cards drunk and we are going to enjoy the rest of our sunday Those we hope you packs. do too uh we yeah. hope sheldon gets like every oh great i card. know i'm pull- i know i got some good pulls i oh, know it. wow that was loud for them we'll see you guys next yeah, week I know, all I know, right i know real loud for them bye happy birthday sheldon it's a harmony lounge episode we'll see you in stockton next what, what, weekend what? puff and paint Stretches. Sorry, I clapped so loudly. The people, the people, the people forgive you. The people forgive you. I know. Sounds like a sly in the family style. Right. <laughs>